Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week three, day five of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 3, 23 through 29. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you fill us with your Holy Spirit as we read through your word? Impart to us revelation of your word into our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 3, starting at verse 23. Before the coming of this faith... We were held in custody under the law, locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So the law was our guardian until Christ came that we might be justified by faith. Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. So Paul, again, going back, recapping this entire week, Paul has been saying that, you know, we were never justified by the law. We're actually justified the same way as Abraham, who was given his promise 430 years before the law, that he was justified by faith, believing that this seed, singular person, capital S seed would come, who is Jesus, right? His faith was in Jesus. Our faith is in Jesus, Faith has always been the thing that justifies God's people, not obedience to the law. But we don't throw out the law either. That's what Paul's saying. We're not justified by the law, but the law is not in opposition to what God says. And yesterday I talked about how there are people, this is a very big teaching. There are are some of the largest, you know, TV megachurch pastor teachers in the country, in the United States, teaching this, that the Old Testament has nothing to do with the Christian faith. We got to get rid of it. You know, the, the, one of the phrases, decouple ourselves from the Old Testament, that it's really, it's the New Testament faith that defines us. And, um, you know, this is in exact opposition to what Paul is saying here is no, this law was entrusted by to angels and given to a mediator. The mediator is Jesus, right? And so he's saying that the law actually was our guardian, but now we no longer need that guardian because we have Jesus. So now Jesus is that, that perfecter of our faith. We no longer, you know, need this thing necessarily guarding us. And that's an interesting statement, right? It's an interesting thing that that the the law, and, and here's is the distinction that Paul is making, is through Jesus, we now receive the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit becomes that law inside of us, right? The Holy Spirit tells us right and wrong and, and causes us to follow that straight and narrow path. Before, it was the law that kept us in line. If we get out of line a little bit, you know, we get whacked and we get pushed back in or we get punished or whatever else. Now we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us that that teaches us all righteousness. That's what Paul is saying. That's the distinction he's making here. Verse 26. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you were baptized into Christ and have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. 
And so this is important for the Galatians. This is important for us. The, the people that are coming around teaching the Galatians, you've got to become Jews. You've got to convert to Judaism and obey the law. And then you can believe in Jesus. But you have to, it's Jesus plus the law. Jesus plus the law plus Judaism, right? Being circumcised, all that kind of stuff. And, and Paul is saying, not only is that not true, it's never been true. But now through Jesus, right? The, the justification by the law was never true. But now something that is different is before, yes, you did have to become Jewish. You had to be a Jewish convert to be justified before God. But now that's not true. Now, because of Jesus, you've clothed yourself in Christ. And guess what? Christ is a Jew. He's a Jew. And now that we accepted that salvation, we've literally clothed ourselves in Christ. Then he's like, there is no more Jew or Gentile. That's done away with. That distinction is gone, right? You have clothed yourself in Christ, who is the seed, right? So there's no Jew or Gentile. There's no slave or free. Right? And there's a bunch of slaves reading this and listening to this. It's like you, you're, you're not a slave in Jesus' eyes. There's no male or female. These distinctions and the misogyny and all of the things that come with that. It's like that's, that's not a God thing. That doesn't exist when you put on Jesus, when you take on the salvation of Jesus. For we're all one in Jesus. And if we belong to Jesus, then we ourselves are Abraham's seed and we get to receive the promise. We are heirs according to the promise. Now, remember, this is not, this is Paul is in no way saying here that the church has replaced Israel. No, in other places, he makes it very clear. In Corinthians, he makes it very clear that we have been grafted into life in Jesus through this, this olive tree, right? The olive tree is, is, is the Jewish roots going back to Jesus. He's the root, he's the, the foundation and all these branches are, are kind of, you know, this, this Jewish identity and that Gentiles have been grafted into that. We're the wild olive shoot, as Paul says it. We're grafted into that tree. Uh, it's not that the tree got cut out and, and rooted out and new and planted that was Gentiles, no, or the church or whatever else. No, the promises still stand. The promises to Israel stand. And as a Gentile Christian who's put on Jesus, of faith in Jesus, I now inherit the same promises with them, not in exclusion of them, but with them, right? Jew and Gentile, we're all the same now. And the promises, I get to claim all of the promises in scripture along with the Jewish people. That is what Paul is talking about. The church has not inherited the, the promises of Israel in exclusion to Israel, but in addition to. That's the whole point of all of this. We don't, we aren't justified by the law. The law actually instructs us in what we need to be justified, and that's Jesus. If you've never put your faith in Jesus before, if you've never pledged your allegiance to him, if you've never said, Jesus, I'm, I'm going to give you everything of me, you have the rest of my life, all that I am, I want you to pray this with me right now. Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've fallen short of the glory of God. I've sinned against you. I am condemned before the law. But I believe in you, Jesus. I want to put my faith in you. I want to I pledge my allegiance to you. You have everything that I am for the rest of my life. Would you forgive my sins and save me? that I might live forever with you, Jesus. 
Forgive my sins and save me and redeem me and fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If that's the first time you ever prayed that prayer, I want you to reach out to me. I want to have a discussion with you about the next steps that any believer should take after first committing their life to Jesus. All of my contact information are in the show notes and descriptions. Please reach out to me. I look forward to having a conversation with you. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.